on the Deal Guy podcast, how to score the best cruise deals, how to unlock additional travel savings, plus the hottest deals of this week to save you some serious cash. It's all coming right up. Welcome to this week's Deal Guy podcast for the week of April 24th. Hello, I am the Deal Guy, Matt Granite. I upload all sorts of unboxings and deals to YouTube. You might know me from your local NBC, ABC, or CBS TV station, but this podcast has become my pride and joy of the week because I get to interact and at least follow up upon many of the questions that you guys have posted to my YouTube channel or those of you who've emailed me or contacted me through my website. And and this is fun because I get to further explore topics that are important to you. So this is not really my itinerary. This Get it? I said itinerary on a week where I'm doing cruise deals. Didn't even realize that. I get to explore your topics of choice. Last week, as I celebrated some last-minute Easter deals in the countdown, I think I might have mentioned cruises in there. It was the week before. But it populated quite a few – well, not quite a few, actually. This is – I have 55 different cruise-related requests since last week's podcast or whatever week that podcast was. They've come in. And I want to make sure I get these questions answered. So how to score a cruise deal, where to book, the difference between some of the cruise lines. And more importantly, if you are looking to save money on the deals of the week, I will take you through that. I'm going to get to cruises in a brief moment because I know there are people who tune in regularly every week and you may not be booking a cruise that may not be of interest of you. So with that being said... I'm going to go through very quickly the last of the big deals for this week. And again, if you are listening, this is the week that follows Easter. If you are listening and for any reason, this is the last week of April or first week of May. These deals will no longer be active. All right. First things first, as we count down the hottest deals of the week before I get into the cruises, the Lenovo laptop deal, which you might have heard me discuss in depth several weeks ago, is on its last legs in that there was stock added back to the website from which I found the deal but it's not going to be around that much longer. It's an almost $200 reduction. This Lenovo laptop deal I found is $339.99 down from about $539. With that being said, you get a 15.4 inch beautiful display. It's eight gigabytes of RAM. So it means you can multitask with significant aptitude on this. And then also a 128 gigabyte solid state drive. It's a really good laptop given the price. It's not going to be a powerhouse for video or photo editing, but for all of those days, ba- I cannot speak daily basic tasks, this is your best bet. It's a great gift for a grad. Mom needs a little bit viewing space enhancement for Mother's Day for streaming. Uh, this would be a phenomenal deal. You could also hold on to it for Father's Day. $539.99 down to $339. YouTubedeals.com, that is still around. If you are looking for the wireless doorbell deals, I posted at $59.99 down from about $90. That is YouTubedeals.com ready to rock. And then the other hot deals of the week include, there's some actually some really good ones on here, a tracking device very similar to Tile where you get five different tracking pods for $35.99. That is on YouTubedeals.com. And then some of the other deals I'm going to be excited to share as we flow in through Mother's Day include car air purification units. There's uh, those iPads, those things that you actually put onto your eyes to reduce puffiness. And uh, there's a killer deal actually tied to that where I think you get five packs of them for $24.99. That will be released this weekend, YouTubedeals.com. A lot of savings. Very excited because we cover everything from tech to lifestyle on this deal roundup breakdown. And to be honest, the end of the winterish months 
And I say winterish because for a lot of people listening right now, different parts of the country, there's there's been snow in April. And this the periphery of Mother's Day, which is where we are, is that last opportunity for retails to really taunt you and entice you with savings. We've got graduation worked into there. Then we we have the DIY deals stereotypically associated with Father's Day and then a bit of a lull right up until Prime Day, which will be mid-July. So if you act now on certain products, you'll actually be locking in better than Black Friday prices. And that laptop I mentioned is a reflection of that. The, the same laptop deal that you just heard me mention retailed last year for $50 more with inferior specs. So for $50 more, you would have been able to score a laptop with four gigabytes of RAM. Now it's it's eight. So just putting that into perspective. Now, let's move on to cruise deals. Cruise deals excite me because they are very popular with you right now. And I think the reason people enjoy cruises so much is it allows you to cover a lot of territory, different cities, different areas, whether it's European or the Bahamas. You're you're going to areas that would sometimes be unaffordable, especially if you're with your family. An average family of four to, to score a hotel and worry about meals and activities, you are paying a ton of money to cover the same ground you could otherwise cover on a cruise in a very well-decked-out cabin or suite. And the incentives tied to cruise, particularly tied to food and beverage, are, are incredible. With that being said, I'm going to discuss three cruise lines. None of these cruise lines are in any way paying me to talk about them. The three that I want to discuss are Royal Caribbean, Carnival, and Celebrity. And I think the reason I'm going to mention these three cruise lines, they're just the most popular. There are different cruise lines, including Norwegian. There are some more intimate, smaller cruise gatherings that will have many people listening right now very excited. But I'm going to cover the biggies because that's where the deals are. And some of you have status. So let's talk first about status. When you are traveling, and I should mention I I did contribute for a great deal of time to USA Today Travel, and I do write uh, travel deals for some of the TV stations that feature me. So I, I unfortunately or fortunately know a lot about travel given how often I'm on the road and some of the experience that I have with this. But when you are staying in a hotel, uh, generally unless you've had 10 stays, you are treated no different than anyone else that books. With airlines, it's obviously an accumulation, but t- 10 legs of a journey generally at least to, for them to start to take you seriously. Some hotel chains, you complete five stays and they'll give you a little bit of credit as being a, a somewhat frequent guest. But when it comes to cruises... You travel once on a cruise, you are in their good books. You come back for a second trip, you're already unlocking discounts. So if you've traveled with Royal Caribbean or Carnival or Celebrity and you've enjoyed it in the past, you've taken one cruise that you can prove with an itinerary name or booking reference, or you're in their system, you will be saving substantial amounts of money by returning onto that same cruise ship, obviously for a different destination. When is the best time to book a cruise? The best time to book a cruise is generally three to four months in advance, but you will see what I call the the scattered promotions of desperation from cruise ships. That means they are sometimes targeting you for times of the year where they would not otherwise have a lot of travel and further enticing that to try and book out ships in advance. So an example of that would be I'm recording this the week after Easter. It was Easter Monday yesterday. And the <laughs> this is really funny. Carnival just launched a bunch of deals for Halloween. I, no one right now that I know is thinking about a cruise for Halloween, but they call it Happy Halloween. Get fantastic deals today, and they keep saying hurry in soon. So they're trying to put pressure on people to book, book to, this far in advance. It's, it's kind of crazy, but they do have deals. And uh, if you've never taken a cruise before, 
let's start with Carnival, what they're offering. Then we're going to talk about some of the, the other deals you can find. Carnival is generally a little bit more of a family-oriented cruise ship. They do start generally at significantly lower prices. And they are not always of the same levels of luxury that you would find on Celebrity or Royal Caribbean. But of course, that comes with an asterisk. There are different levels, different ships, different different room arrangements that could put a Carnival ship way ahead of an older Royal Caribbean ship. It really depends on the boat you happen to find yourself on. But let's talk about... Uh, some of the incentives right now from Carnival, and then we're going to talk about how to how to unlock your different discounts with different ships, what websites to use. The way that Carnival targets a lot of people is with a lower deposit. That is generally not, in my opinion, big savings. So right now they're advertising two to five day cruises at $50 a person as deposits. If you look very closely at the sales that they've posted you're not actually getting a reduction uh, th- th- these are really tied to their easy pay programs and uh, saving on a deposit again my view on this if your cruise deposit is under $300 and you cannot afford it you should not be going on a cruise you should be saving money but i'm not here to preach about savings i i should mention carnival does something that they call extra value days so if you look on their calendar and you look ahead to different months, you'll see that they, they've listed days that they have typically unsold and the varying between an extra day value and booking in advance and blah, 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 blah. You're saving generally about 100 bucks. So if you follow their calendar, you're saving about 100 bucks. If you don't insist on specific room blocking for any cruise line, you're saving 70 to $100. Uh, a lot of the time when you book within room categories, you're going to find that if you let them book your room, the difference, to be honest, between deck seven, eight, and nine is not substantial. For a lot of people, it's what area of the cruise ship you sit on the the front, the back, or the middle. And obviously, I'm not using correct cruise term- terminology because I'm assuming that a lot of the people listening right now are new to cruises. Uh, the sales that we're seeing right now with Royal Caribbean are much more substantial. They're saving you 50% off your second guest and the third person that you add to a room would be an additional savings of, I think, about 25%. That means if you were to do the four-night perfect Bahamas cruise from about 500 bucks a person, your second person would be 250 which means a cabin for a four-day cruise would be about 750 or so per night. Yes, if you are doing the math, once they reduce that, 750 per night with the onboard credit and all those other fun things. And I, sh- I should mention your your entire cruise could be under 800 bucks. You get onboard credits, you get different things. And, and just to give you an idea of a Bahamas cruise, since the four days are very popular, it usually follows something along these lines. You depart somewhere in Florida, could be Miami, could be Orlando. Then day two is generally in the Bahamas. So uh, Coco Cay. Uh, day three would be something like Nassau. Day four, you're generally cruising, and then you're returning uh, to Miami or Orlando, wherever you were at the at the end of the sale. With that being said, as we discuss how many people you will generally put into your stateroom, whether it's Royal Caribbean, Carnival, or Celebrity, and we'll get to Celebrity in a moment. Let's say that the room that you are booking 
is two adults and then you do a kid's room with two kids. If your kids are minors, which means generally under 12, they'll be in the same room as you. If they're under 18, they generally need to be a connecting room and those savings will also carry on with rates. If the kids are under 18, they will carry a lesser cruise fare tied to them, obviously because of alcohol and food and all that other stuff that gets worked in. On a typical cruise line, you're looking at about 500 for an interior room. We'll talk about that in a moment. And then views, add 50 to 80 bucks to that. If you want a balcony, you're going to add 150 or so. And if you want a suite, it will be as much as $300 more per person. And again, every time I say 150 more, $50 more, that's per person. So this does add up. I do not recommend interior rooms unless you are on a cruise with uh ton of activities on board. I'm talking water parks. I'm talking spas. I'm talking restaurant options. They are claustrophobic. It is, in my opinion, not always the the best way to cruise. If you are a single traveler or you are looking merely to unlock the most savings and not spend much time in your room, book an interior room. Otherwise, for the $50 more per person per night, especially if you allow the cruise line to pick your room, you're going to find that you can do pretty well. So let's use the example of a Bahamas cruise for an ocean view guarantee with taxes and fees, the 500 per person. And then if you were using any of the incentives tied in, you're generally looking at about $1,300 by the time you're done. And um, that's once you add taxes, fees, savings, all sorts of fun things. If you were going to do a suite, there are different types of suites. There's junior suites on some ships, grand suites, owner suites. They have all different types of names. They generally include a sofa, sofa bed. They always have some type of view. There's, it's very rare to see an interior suite. And some cruise ships will also have virtual balconies. It's, it's basically a virtual screen that recreates what you would typically be seeing outside of your ship with cameras used on the ship. They're a cool concept and a great way to break up the monogamy or claustrophobia of a interior view. So on a on a junior suite or any type of suite that you book, uh, if you were, for example, uh, unlocking any of the savings right now, Royal Caribbean, where you're saving the buy one, get one 50% off your second guest, a $1,400 cruise would drop by 367, which would bring your total to $1,100, which taxes and fees adds 200. The total time, the time by your done, pardon me, for an oceanfront room would be $1,297. If you were going to do that on a suite, since a suite is much more expensive, with a junior suite on something like a Royal Caribbean cruise with this 50% off deal that I keep mentioning, a $2,500 total for the suite for two guests on deck 10, as an example, would drop by $784. You're at $1,768. Taxes and fees will give you $1,009, pardon me, $196. Your total would be $1,964. If you do the math on that over the course of four nights, that's $475 a night for two people, including everything. And then if you further break down those charges, uh, you're you're doing really well. That's two thirty seven per person per night. That would include your accommodations and your food. If you are looking to go to the Caribbean and spend money in a really cheap motel, you'll be saving money on that. If you go to a three star hotel, you would still be saving money over a cruise, but you would not get the level of amenities. You certainly will not get that food or that level of service. And that is how a cruise would appeal to someone. You would also be tied to one specific location generally. The other nice thing about this. If you can get to Miami, you don't have to go to the Bahamas in terms of your flight. So a cruise will save you the destination because their ports of entry, which is where you would land, 
to board the cruise is generally in an affordable hub city. Orlando, Miami, again, very easy to get to for a lot of people and, and not particularly expensive. So that's that's the savings, the incentives tied to something like a cruise. Uh, celebrity cruises, as another example, is perhaps a little bit higher end than both of these, has 50% off third and fourth guests being offered this week. So just to, to recap this post-Easter week, Royal Caribbean is 50% off your second guests. Celebrity Cruises is giving you some deposit incentives and then some additional savings on top of that tied to fall. Celebrity Cruises also doing the 50% off, but for them, they are the third and fourth guests. Celebrity Cruises, arguably for most people, the, the higher end of the two brands I previously mentioned. With that being said, though, I would take a brand new Royal Caribbean ship over an old Celebrity Cruises ship. And by old, I, I don't actually always mean that they're, they're decrepit. I just mean that the amenities on something like, for example, the new cruise ship from Celebrities called the Trade Winds Transatlantic, and it was voted the best new ship as a Cruise Critics U.S. Editors Picks Awards, and yes, there are awards for cruise ships. The Celebrity Cruises is not as focused with their promotions and incentives on Bahamas and areas that you would otherwise find heavily serviced by Carnival. They're looking at things like Norwegian uh, cruises, Japan cruises, they're doing actually quite a bit of Hawaii right now, the French Riviera, Mediterranean, Amsterdam. So you're, you're going to find that there are some really, really high cruise prices with some of what they're offering. And just to give that an example, if you were to do a seven-night tour to the Galapagos in the inner loop on the Celebrity Expedition in May, you're looking at $10,000 a person for a seven-night cruise. If you do the math on that, it's generally going to be cheaper to actually go to the resort and do it on your own and plan your own itinerary. So cruises are not always offering the same types of savings. With that being said, if you were to do an 11-night trip with Celebrity Cruises for the Western Mediterranean cruise on the Celebrity Infinity, you're at $1,600 a person for an 11-night cruise. Now... They do have the 50% off third and fourth guests. But if you do the math on something like this for a celebrity cruise and you are paying uh, that, pardon me, for $1,624 as an average per person for the whole trip, I think I said per night, obviously I meant per trip, over the course of 11 nights, that is a substantial breakdown. And you're also, in some of these cases, in much more expensive areas than just sitting on a beach in Nassau. So that's, that's why I really, really want to flag the cruise differentials for you. Japan is one of the most expensive cities on earth. I've been to, to Tokyo and Kyoto and different areas around there. Uh, Fukuoka, uh, the home of ramen. And you're spending an arm and a leg just to be there. Even the worst hotels are going to cost you a fortune. So that, that's where the savings break down. And, and if you actually take the 11-night Western Mediterranean cruise that I mentioned at $1,624 per person, as your starting point total, you're at $147 per person per night. And that, of course, takes food activities, or some activities and different things into account. So that is that is what I would like to, to mention. Once you are already on the cruise ship, the port activities from scuba diving to dolphin sightings to adventures to leaving the boat and things that you can do at different ports is much, much more expensive if you book day of or if the cruises entice you for the itineraries once you're already on board the ship always book in advance whether it's through the cruise ship or a third party generally you're going to find these offerings are available from third parties and that's where we will talk about the best ways to book a cruise 
The one thing that I have found with cruises, if you know a good travel agent, they will unlock additional savings because they have incentives to get you onto the ship and fill unoccupied boats. If you don't have a cruise agent or a travel agent that you like, booking directly from the cruise ship is a great way to go. Two other sources that I want to flag for you is travel agencies online. So something like Sherman's Travel, they post deals all the time. They're a reputable travel agency. They would be a good grab. Cruise Direct has a lot of... Uh, really great incentives offered on top of the cruise ships. So they have a 100% best price guarantee. They also have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. I highly recommend Cruise Direct. They're also a lot more patient with you if you've never been on a cruise before. So they've got a, a cruise expert that you can speak to, and they will answer some basic questions about cruises that you would not otherwise get offered. The one thing that I'll say about a lot of the third-party websites is they do offer you incentives that aren't actually incentives. So they might say things like, you're going to get this extra $1,000 to spend on board up to, and it's not really anything more than $100 off, which would be what Royal Caribbean would be offering you directly if you book through their website. So some of them are, appear to be over-incentivized. But, for example, on Royal Caribbean, CruiseDirect.com right now is 50% off the second guest, which we already know was being offered by Royal Caribbean for this week. You get free specialty dining, so that would be an addition that Royal Caribbean is not giving you directly, and then you would get up to $1,000 to spend on board, which depending on how much you spend is not actually up to $1,000, as I I mentioned. On celebrity cruises, cruisedirect.com would give you free drinks, free tips included, which is, again, quite a few savings because I don't like worrying about money once I've already spent money on an all-inclusive trip, and they give you uh, some additional incentives on board. If you're going to do Norwegian through Cruise Direct, free drinks, free dining, which you would get regardless, and then free shore excursions, which is phenomenal. So the free score excursions would line up with one of the top incentives that you could score. And then if you are looking to book some of the bonuses that you could unlock for not just the shore excursions, but for onboard spending, Priceline is a really good way to go. They have double price line bonuses where if you are looking to travel with different cruise ships and you you don't have the loyalty discounts, you can actually get the price line discount tied to your loyalty. So to sum that up in, in a better form of English in a more structured sentence, as you return time and time again to cruise ships, they give you incentives. But let's say you want to go World Caribbean one year, Celebrity another year, and you just want to try out all the cruise ships. By repeat booking from Priceline, you will get their version of points, which translates into further discounts on your travel. Expedia has a very limited number of cruise offerings. So the reason I, I love Expedia for flights and hotels is they've got the ability to unlock some of the top discounts, but they're just not that great for cruises, much more limited. So Priceline would be a, a great way to go on that. Priceline becomes a little bit more difficult if you are looking to book multiple rooms. And if you are not booking from the US, I would highly recommend Cruise Direct. So if you're listening and you're in Canada or things like that, that would be uh, something to, to keep in mind. With that being said, if you are looking to book a cruise three to four months out, now is your time to book. If you're looking to book something for Christmas or the end of the year, generally the incentives are not at their best right now. And you will find, just as we see discounts on the long holiday shopping weekends, so President's Day, Memorial Day, 4th of July, 
you will find additional savings for cruises following those free, pardon me, those three-day weekends. I will tell you that once you book a cruise, there are more add-on charges tied to that than you will see really for any other trip. Generally, when you get to an all-inclusive resort, it really is all-inclusive. There's the the higher-end dining that you can pay extra for, and then generally you tip. For cruises, it's excursion. It's internet. It's The satellite internet fees could be horrendous. So I really recommend that you do your research on the cruise ship before you board. Every cruise ship is different. And I think whether you're looking at Princess Cruises or some of the other cruise ships... They, they vary greatly. A lot of people will always say, I'll only travel Royal Caribbean, Carnival is the low end, but you really, as I, as I mentioned before, it, it's kind of like saying, I would not take a first class seat on American Airlines because I hate traveling economy with them. I would rather go for an economy seat on Delta. If you look at the fact that you always fly Delta and you love Delta because Delta coach is better than American Airlines coach in your opinion, you would still take the first class seat on American Airlines generally. Another interesting resource that I like is something called Cruise Critic. It's a website that will give you uh, just some some ways to find a cruise ship vacation where you can search by destination and by port. There are some interesting things on that website, although I don't always recommend getting their um, last-minute cruise deals from them. There are different last-minute cruise deals from from cruise.com, which I think is actually the list that populates on them. And if you are looking to have a cruise enjoyed with very complicated bookings, which means kids' rooms, other friends and family going with you, generally the best thing to do is to book directly through the cruise ship. So for example, royalcaribbean.com, if you want to do multiple rooms and use their 50% off savings for the second guest and you need to plan out all the rooms on a ship with a map that you book directly, it's better just to see the floor plan yourself. So I know that was a lot of information. I hope I didn't babble. I, I, As I'm talking to you, I'm watching some of these cruise offerings change by the minute online, which is kind of funny. I've got a screen in front of me. I'm a little bit distracted by that, but, but reminding you that if you are looking to book the month of August, this is right now, April, now is your time to book. You'll also notice that if you have some flexibility, things like April 11th, versus an April 15th date means substantial savings with that one week differential. With that being said, if you are looking for other savings tied to different facets of travel, different deals, different things that I can help your family with, please let me know. I love hunting down deals. One of the only reasons I knew to do a podcast on cruises was because of the feedback that I've had from you guys over the course of the last several weeks. So I love you. Thank you for listening. Happy savings. Bon voyage with these bargains. Any of the deals that I mentioned to youtubedeals.com. And if you feel that you know someone who is taking a cruise or someone that does like travel or someone that just wants to save money, please feel free to share this podcast or rate it. That increases the discoverability of it and it makes me really happy. So thank you for making me happy. Have a great week and I'll be back with a new upload this time next Wednesday. Bye-bye.